0: Hello everyone, I am back with my podcast voice as Jenny calls it and this is the latest episode of Pull the Pin with business Brandon Banter and today we are pulling the pin on the military, we hope. Now what can I say about our next guest? He's ex-special forces, well he's definitely special anyway, he's able to regulate his body temperature like a chameleon, more on that later. He could kill me with his middle toe, he thinks. He loves a pasty. It's only stars from through dark. (laughs) What an intro. What an intro. That's amazing, isn't it? I like the pasty bit, to be honest. Speaking as which, I know you love a pasty. And the reason I know this is because I've been stalking you on socials. And I saw a sausage thread last week. Ah. You were talking about sausages. And you happened to say you love a pasty. Yeah. I was in Cornwall yesterday. Well, You know what Cornwall's famous
1: for? It is, mate. And also, oddly enough, I'm uh, I'm from Wigan.
0: Oh, oh there come you go. on. There you go. We've Even eaten lunch, way. but have they now? Save that for later. Get me. I know you're doing the survival training and stuff like that, but if you get peckish, you just have that as a as snack. Flown back a from... <laughs> I'll be honest, fuck all. Um, <laughs> flown back from Cornwall.
1: How impressive you
0: know, is that? Thank you, mate. Thank yeah, you. You are welcome. Oh, that's all I can smell now is Sorry, do you want to introduce yourself? We've got sidetracked then.
1: Yeah, no, oh, fucking hell, what an introduction. I don't think I'll <laughs> top that, mate. Yeah, definitely special. Um, yeah, Staz, we noticed. Uh, 37 years old. Um, Hang
0: on, sorry, you say Staz. Real name, Anthony Stazica. Anthony Where Stazica. does your nickname come
1: from? So, last surname, Stazica. Pretty simple. So uh, we did that. Smudge. No, Staz. Um, born uh, up in Lancashire, Wigan. Um, moved to... Nottingham, around about the age of eight, I did about sort of ten years down there, and then joined the military, which we'll go into, we'll cover in a bit, and then kind of moved around the country with various military bases, and then kind of ended up um, down in down in Poole on the south coast in Dorset, and spent the majority of my military career, or the best part of ten years, sort of finished up within UK Special Forces and the SBS in particular. Oh, Poole's an upgrade from Wigan, just isn't a bit. it? No yeah. offense to Wigan. Yeah, I don't think you ever go back the way, do you? You always tend to tend to come down. Yeah.
0: So, Special Forces as well. Right, we shall, uh, we shall come on to that. Actually, first thing I've got to do as well, before we start, I've got to do a temperature check with you. Not the old-fashioned, not, not the one you're thinking of, not the one you're thinking of, but it's a shame. just to give this some context, we met up a few weeks ago with some friends of ours at Be Military Fit, and <laughs> you know what's coming. And we did a bit of shooting, and it got a bit out of hand, got a bit, bit competitive, as you do. And it, I don't want to exaggerate, but it was the hottest day of the UK. So it was like 50 degrees, yeah. whatever. And you were dressed for it, weren't you? Because you got all the gear on. Yeah. So you got like. Repping. W- w- yeah. W- yeah, re- repping through dark, which we'll come on to in a minute. But woolly hat, long sleeve t shirt, jeans, woolly socks, big boots, gilet. I think the gilet, the gilet was the, gilet the thing. Top tip. It's like 50 degrees. Styled outside. Like, it out. <laughs> know, style styled it out. You did style it out well. <laughs> Not a bead of sweat. <laughs> Unbelievable. How open. you were oh, no, dying no, didn't. inside? We, to, did, we thought you probably spent a bit too long in Afghan, but just because because of that, I've got some. I've got something else for you. There's loads of gifts. <laughs> like of age, gifts. Loads of gifts here. Well, it didn't always be cold, so we've literally we've got you this right <laughs> now. We, it's called the bear. It's called the bear. We're not going to make you put it on. Don't worry. Not yet.
1: Looks too big anyway.
0: <laughs> it does. It, yeah, it does. It, yeah. It's for like five to nine year olds, so it will be far too oh, big for fine. you. Yeah. Um, but. It's yes. Yeah, so the bear, you'll be able to give you some ideas for the next through dark range, but then you can have that near you as well. If you get nippy, cheers, mate. Then feel free. You can always tuck that Thank on, you, keep mate. it nice
1: and toasty. Do you do them in black as well? Yeah,
0: we no, we don't. Only yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't do uh, don't do black. Only idiots wear black. Um, <laughs> and then just to be on the safe side as well, well you you that has got boiling water in it as well. So if you just. get chilly at any <laughs> point, we've got we've got you covered. <laughs> Right, I think that's probably all the shit I've got to give you. And I think I've got rid of everything. Um, so right now, so take us back. So uh, how did you end up in the military? What you made... out of
1: jokes now, isn't it?
0: Pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty
1: much. <laughs> got we've, got, out of the way. we've
0: got a freestyle and I'm like, yeah, you mention that. Get the past, I've done yeah, the past. Yeah, good, thing. good, good, good. Yeah, tick, 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 tick. tick, 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 tick give me a hot water bottle. Yeah, <laughs> tick. Dad <That> jokes. Tick. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, perfect. Right, so what made you join the military? We, I think, was it lack of options? I think let's
1: let's um, probably back it up. So. I think sort of growing up, Wigan, you know, quite an outdoor kind of area. Lots of rugby, sport. I've never been particularly sort of academic. Um, I kind of enjoyed school. I enjoyed enjoyed school, but probably for the wrong reasons. Looking back, I think for the right reasons. I think there's a lot of pressure nowadays put on to kids in terms of, you know, academia and, uh, and trying to excel. But I don't think school was, I still don't think it's set up right if that makes sense I think it's broken yeah we can do a whole podcast on this it's a fucking one shoe fits nobody sort of mould and and I think you know kids that are you know are a little bit different or you know learn an aptitude slightly different it just didn't suit me you say different you mean short it's shorter yeah Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's it's not really set up well it wasn't set up for me in particular the sporting element was great the social element fantastic um, I was, I wasn't badly behaved at school, you know, I kind of, I knew where the line was generally speaking and, um, kind of fell in love with the sports side of stuff. Um, so that was kind of the Wigan family still up there. Uh, and then around about, I think seven, I want to say my parents split up. So that's, that was where the relocation to Nottingham happened. So, uh, my father and that kind of side of the family remained in Wigan. And then I kind of cruised down to Nottingham there with my mum. She remarried and um, stepdad, uh, kind of new environment. This was about eight, eight, nine years old, I think, um, and then sort of sprung into this kind of new school, new environment, new kids, and at the time, just thinking, fuck, you know, it's a, d- a difficult moment. You're just trying to kind of reintroduce into into school and different environments, and and just trying to fit in, I guess, really. And uh, me and my brother, I've got an older brother, Andrew, uh, about two and a half years older. So yeah, kind of went through that process and plenty of scrapping, stupid Northern accent, didn't really fit in. Um, nothing's mate, changed then nothing's really good. fucking changed mate <laughs> no fuck's sake um, so yeah kind of moving through school I picked kind of football up quite late on around about sort of 10 uh, started playing for a local-ish team uh, one of my friends introduced me and I was fucking terrible you know, I went from rugby, rugby, rugby. Turned up at—I remember the first day at kind of the the school in Nottingham, Mansfield—and there was there wasn't a rugby pitch in sight. It was all football, so it was like shit. Uh, better f- kind of move, and, and again, you just want to fit in, adapt, and right, I'll I'll join the football team. So started playing football, started off in goal. big oversized gloves on like a buffoon didn't know the rules really and I remember just thinking it's all right this you know I'm I'm kind of mixing in now getting a new group of friends around football uh which was great uh and I started kind of slowly moving away from the from the goal outfield starting in defense up front trying and sort of midfield and then back into kind of center back so that kind of lasted a few years then and I just up into that sort of transition into secondary school and Probably the, my first kind of bigish sort of. I mean, the parents splitting up was a bit of a slap in the face. I think looking back, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of look, everybody twists and turns. Life's you know f- full of that, isn't it? But I think um, that was the first one. Kind of relocating, new friendship groups, moving, and then um, you know my mum passed away when I was eleven, quite quite suddenly as well. It was uh, a brain hemorrhage, and I remember fortunately at the time, me and my brother were up in um, up in Wigan with my with my old man. And kind of, we were with him for the weekend. I remember that kind of phone call coming in and being woken up early and, you know, this has happened, your mum's had an accident, so shoot back down to Nottingham and I just remember sort of leaving on the Friday, everything's fine, smiles, hugs, and then coming back, um, kind of Sunday, whenever it was, and and, everything's, and then changed. everything's fucking changed, my world just is imploded and, you know, my mum's now in hospital, she's on a ventilator, life support machine, you know, and it, it's not looking good. Um... I think from that stage, it was just, you know, what the fuck's happened here? Yeah. First major slap in the face. And I guess at about 11 years old, you're still trying to find your own feet. You kind of, you know, not really, ins- you're, you're unsure of what's happening. And this kind of went on for maybe a few days and your know, decision was made and then turn the life support machine off. And, and I guess trying to then move back into the second, well, we were just kind of moving into secondary school there. It was, I just, it was, it sounds odd really, but I just, I didn't like the, that feeling of eyeballs on me for the wrong reasons. I didn't want people's sympathy. I didn't like it. I felt quite angry. I felt sort of, I don't know, really, a sense of injustice to me. And why has this fucking happened to me? And, you know, I just want to fit in. I I don't want this sort of baggage or negativity around what's happened there. So I guess kind of moving into secondary school, it was different. Again, starting... At the bottom, snakes and ladders, isn't it? Start at the bottom again, reintegrate into school, new friendship groups. But football, I kind of then focused all my energy and my angst and my anger and everything into football. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of to, picked it up quite relatively quickly, really, looking back. And within a few years, I was kind of, you know, with a professional club at the time, training two or three times a week, playing every day. And it's probably safe to say as well, my kind of, my grandparents then moved down from, so my mum's parents moved down into uh, Mansfield and, and uh, we had a bit of a shit relationship with our stepdad at the time quite volatile so we moved in with them in a little bungalow and you know and and probably owe a huge amount of gratitude and debt to my grandparents and and in particular for kind of dropping their lives and and kind of their focus then switching on to, to me and my brother um, so yeah we then kind of footballs getting gearing up, playing you know for the school for Nottinghamshire. And then professional team everything's going well i don't remember back in the day it used to be kind of that um yts uh, youth scholarship yeah, programs it, yeah. and i was at, um i was at mansfield town at the time so it was probably back in the day back in the day not that old but um sort of division three what, what was old school division three yeah. and everything was looking great sort of captaining you know giving the old nod you're gonna make it you know you're gonna offer a yts here and at that time as well i was kind of playing uh county other bits and pieces and started getting picked up for england school boys so at this stage, everything's kind of moving in the right direction. You know, I'm, I'm kind of, everything's, everything's great. Um, so England schoolboys, I'm playing for them. I'm away quite a lot, playing, you know, representing the country at this point and kind of flying, really. I was that kind of kid at school, like, you know, he's, he's playing for, you know, England, playing for professional and kind of, I'll be honest, all my little eggs at that stage, fucking in up, that one basket. Asking, yeah, yep. fucking right. <clears throat> you know, it's not to say I wrapped, I didn't completely sort of wrap on the school and the academic side of things, but, I, you know, I certainly was kind of gearing everything towards that. And I think it was around that sort of stage that Mansfield Town went into liquidation. A lot of those oldest clubs at the time, I don't even remember, they went from a really dark period of yeah. of a lot of clubs going into liquidation and not being able to fund YTS scholarships and schemes. They offered me a, a YTS but an unpaid YTS, so kind of stay at the club, you know, let us rebuild the kind of finances and, and, and we won't pay you but you'll still, for all intents and purposes, be, you know, a semi, have a professional contract in place. Uh, but at that stage, because I was kind of playing for England, I had a few of the clubs now sniffing, and I ended up at Fulham. So I ended up sort of on a long sort of um, uh, trial period with those guys, moving into a kind of a stately home down there. You know, there's families down in, in, in these sort of areas that will take a, two or three of the YTS or scholarship yeah. kids in, uh, which is funded by by the club. Um, so I was kind of down there, away. Um, And at that stage, everything was going great. You know, my training was was probably the best it's ever been. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was kind of moving in the right direction. And I kind of slotted in really well into the team. There was no, I wasn't kind of stepping on anyone's toes. There was no right back. I was playing sort of right wing back at the time. And it was all going great, and I was thinking, fucking hell, I'm, I'm sort of reporting back to my granddad, you know, who, fucking bless him, he never missed a game in his life, just sort of took me to every training session. You know, looking back now, yeah, that sort of ultimate sort of sacrifice and that figure for me was was unbelievable. Um, so kind of reporting back like it's, everything's going great, it's looking really good for me.
0: I feel there's a buck coming.
1: Here we go. Here and, we it's, go. Um, yeah. and this isn't <clears> to say that necessarily I think that I would have been taken on at Fulham or that I could have been a professional. And, and um, But what I am basically saying is I should have been on the pitch last night playing for England no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, not, too, it's still too painful yeah, yeah, it's too painful, too raw um, you know I'm not saying that at all you know there's a lot of things that can happen but um, it was kind of end of the season going back home we had a bit of a leave period uh, before we started pre-season again you know and I used to love motocross um, up in Mansfield with my mates just worked out in the head what's gone wrong yeah there. so <laughs> it was at that stage you know, I had a, a motocross bike in the garage and um, sort of went back it was, I was sort of had the chat as well from the guys at Fulham Look, you know, take it easy, no football, don't play in it for any other teams, you know, just keep yourself fit and active, uh, don't do anything stupid. And, okay, uh, that's yeah. the operative
0: phrase. I get told a lot of the time. Yeah, Luckily I never fucker. do, so.
1: Um, so yeah, I went back and uh, got coaxed into a, um, into a, a track day with my friends, dusted the bike off, went out, and um, it's a simple little kind of root corner, put my leg out and, and kind of popped my knee, dislocated my knee at the time. It sort of locked up and, it was quite a, um, a nothing injury, really, or felt like it. It just sort of sort of popped and felt a bit weird and trying to stand back up, you know, put my foot back on the foot peg. It was like, fuck, something's not right here. I can't kind of lock my leg out and cruise back into the paddock. Pulled the bike up go? and... That's the one. Back in, get it back, get back in there. And I'm thinking, I'm sort of... you know, If you ever hurt yourself, you injure yourself and you go... You sort of uh, on a regular basis. I
0: am um, pathetic. And you say I'm to like, yourself, teeth, in anything. your mind, yeah, yeah. in
1: your head, you are going, "That's all right. I am all right. I am all right. I am all right. It's all fucking good." And I had one of those moments. Pop the bike on the stand, and my leg's locked. I can't kind of straighten it, and it's starting to swell. And I'm having the panic. The, 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 the little voices in my head are going, "You fucked it. What are you doing, you idiot? Don't tell your grandad. Like, don't say anything. Just get back." And there's an element of that. So I kind of ended up kind of manipulating my knee back in if that makes sense it kind of now it's it's obviously swollen up but i can sort of straighten it and lock it out again obviously the session's over <laughs> bike into the van this could
0: be a good background for special <laughs> forces training where you like you've back in my head now you've broken your leg but you've <laughs> yeah. kind of put it you've glued it back I saw, together i sawed my leg yeah, off like a monty basically. python sketch yeah, yeah, yeah. like be all right yeah i've got another one i've
1: got just you <laughs> why you've got two legs God so sort of fit to uh, bless me with two legs but so back in garage, I remember turning up my granddad, and he can see me hobbling in, and he's and I'm more gutted, I think, for him.
0: Did he say I told you so?
1: Yeah, and he yeah. He, he gave me the chat as well. But at this stage, I'm I'm 16, 17, fucking, you, you know, know I know yeah. I know everything, and I've I've got this, don't worry, and you know, an element of of you know, um, youth really there. Looking back, but it it is what it is. Um, kind of wheel the bike in, and I'm playing it down, like it's fine. I have just kind of banged it a bit, and it, it'll be cool. He's like, okay, okay, get it in, and. I then return back after a bit. I'm kind of now about three weeks from going back to the club, back to Fulham and it's just giving me a bit of a noise. I'm kind of working through it, light runs, kind of icing it and I'm thinking, fuck it, it doesn't feel right but I go back straight into into training a little bit and I'm kind of got my foot off off the gas a bit and I'm kind of massaging it a little bit and kind of hiding and they can sort of see that something up and I go into the game, I play a game, uh, which obviously you can't, as you, as you do. there's no fucking hiding yeah. there is yeah. there and I remember this first game, first sort of 10 15 minutes into a tackle and fucking crunch and then you know a 50-50 challenge which ordinarily wouldn't be an issue but fucking my leg went again and it sort yeah. of locked and it, it's sort of dislocated out and it, or locking whatever. Whatever that means, and I just remember looking at the you know, the ground and fucking hitting the ground and thinking, "Oh to, this isn't right. They were good as gold. they get me up, sweep me off, off there. They rehab me, they look at it, I go off for surgery, I come back, they were good as gold. I had all the rehab. this is fine, it happens all the time. you know, um, meniscus, all this kind of stuff. We'll fix it up, um, which they did, which was great. And then I had all the rehab. first came back again, it fucking went again and I just remember at that stage I knew in the in my head I was like that's it and I I just remember looking at the guys and the people there and sort of shake, shaking their head like that's that's it you know what what, what do we do just keep you 16 17 years old give you just keep surgery and then but I did so I was moved away from Fulham went back home and kind of enrolled at college at that stage it was like fuck what am i going to do now and I was still playing for England obviously England schoolboys before that and during. and oddly enough I was offered a um a full paid for scholarship in America at University of South Carolina. It's a really nice, prestigious, big mm-hmm. uh, university college over in America. So I got excited about that again. and Based on sport? On, uh, on football, yeah. Okay. So one of the England games, uh, a load of the American coaches sort of flew over and it was just a, obviously it's a, it's a hotbed of talent at the England kind of camps at Lillyshaw and they're watching a few games and they're just fucking throwing cards at all the guys. Like, you know, if, you, if you're not going to be a professional, you're not involved with the club right now, here's a full scholarship. to to our university and you know um, so I got excited about that I met another lad in Hull that I was going to be sort of um, living with picked the accommodation got the flight sorted speaking to the coach you know pretty much weekly basis how's everything going paperwork filling all this all the visas all this kind of paperwork and I think I was two weeks out from going and I was like I've got another I've got another opportunity here I've got another kind of there's another light that I can kind of focus on and and that was my kind of vision and my drive and
0: and they were less strict back then in the
1: states as well with getting in because they weren't as bothered. Yeah, as were short. but you know, it, and I got I got caught out in in so much that I started filling the paperwork out and the coach was away, and I was just rushing the, the paperwork through to make the season to make to make it in time. He's like, there's going to get loads of paperwork. Just fill it out, send it back." And it usually went directly to the coach. This one didn't. This was, this came from the college, um, the league, and it was. Inoc- like questions have you ever been paid to play yes have you ever uh, received royalties yes have ever had a professional company yes have you ever f- yes well, this doesn't sound good yeah this, have you ever scored like a goal you do. Yeah, yeah yeah no <laughs> when
0: are you going to the states here? have you got a nuclear device
1: yeah no yeah. I don't so was, go no with that one so you can tell where this is going so I can fill this format fucking uh, psh, off it goes send it off and about a week later, the fucking coach rings me and he's, ah, what the, what have you done? you filled out this fucking amateur eligibility form, blah, 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 blah. you've ticked all these boxes. you the truth, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never yeah. do that. Yeah, never tell the truth. I oh, fucking learned the hard way. He was like, look, I, I'm I'm super in here with the college. Like, you know, we're, we're church friends. You're like, I'll smooth this. Don't worry. You, you know, it's still on. You know, we're like super tight. Anyway, he rings me back a, a day later. Can't smooth it. You know, what we have to do is put this on ice, wait 12 months we'll yep. uh, you can redo the forms what they've said is they'll forget about the initial form probably shouldn't be saying this and then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we can go again so
0: which university was
1: it uh, no but it wasn't it, it's the college league Ah, oh, so, it's fine okay yeah yeah, yeah technicality but, if they um, happen
0: to hear it i mean this podcast yeah, has gone really
1: well so yeah, just every yeah, cloud it's global <laughs> um so yeah at that stage i think i was i don't know 18 maybe i was Oh no, before it was probably seventeen and I was like, what the fuck do I do here? And you want everything quickly. You know, at that age, you you know, fucking I think it's next worse week now. Yeah, next you know week what? seems like that.
0: Yeah, I think people have got this sense of instant gratification yeah, now. May but would, maybe yeah. it was always there, but with social media's made it worse because it's made things a bit more Absolutely. attainable quickly.
1: But, but I was yeah, a young kid, I when you you know, when you want patient, it yesterday, fuck yeah. and you know, making moves and so it was, okay, come back, that's a shitter. You know, my nan and granddads, again, I felt fucking terrible. They paid for the flight, money down the down the pan and, you know, I felt terrible and, you know, it, but look, dusted myself off. Right, what what's my options now on the table? I can go and play semi-professional, you know, can bring in some semi-fairly decent money every week, uh, but I need to crack on with some form of education or at least start looking into alternatives for, um, for employment, really. You know, what do I want to do? So... At that stage, joined um a college team, um, joined college, uh, West Knotts College. Uh, I wanted to be in a, um, I loved cars. So for me, I was like, right, a mechanic. I'll be a fucking mechanic. I was thinking, <laughs> I just loved motors and engines. and all the jobs that you've had. I find mental. So I went on I went on a, um, I went on a um, uh, what do they call it? Work experience when you're a kid. And I went to probably one of the worst, back road garages you could nice. go to in and around Mansfield this rough house did you house. an air hose put up your bum yeah, we can't talk about oh, that oh okay yeah. yeah that means yes yeah. everyone had an air hose put up yeah. the, yeah. the bum no and no working spirits no. back then yeah. Um, yeah so we I went to this shitty garage and the guy I can remember the guy looking at me going you've done what playing football there? you want to be a mechanic he was like you're fucking mad kid and I was like I love engines blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway <laughs> So I went to college. Right, you wanna, and you re- wanna, you want a Novas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, exo- the exhaust system on a 1992 yeah. Nova, really? Admit, yeah. not even like me getting my hand's dirty. But he, um, into college, and it was one of those open days where you go in, everything's, all the stalls are out. What do you want to do? A fucking mechanic, engineering. Walk straight over, they're like, yeah, brilliant. Here's the course. Uh, tell me about your GCSE. He's like, huh? What? what? No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but it was, I wasn't bad. I had like a, you know, an A in... Sports, obviously. Then it was like B language. and it just Sports progressively. Count, I, don't think, at GCS I think ever. I went through every letter <laughs> then through the fucking alphabet. But uh, but maths just was you have CDT the
0: then? One. Was that yeah design technology? Design, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Terrible at that as well. R-E, yeah. But it was um, what
1: was it? Uh, maths was the main one. D. And they're like, well, you need a C to come on for this. But like, All right, okay. What's my options? I'm gonna go and redo maths. Fucking you know Brilliant. Cool story. So, looked across the fucking sh- sh- the hallway. There's just a load of fit chicks in the in the corner. I'm, going on over there? Like, doing? That's the sports science section, that's nice. what I want to do. So <laughs> sh- sh- off I go and uh, sort of looking around, what's all this, sports science? Yes, it's a bit of me, like sports, off I went, got a, a t- whatever, it was two. I think it was two years at the time, Tech National Diploma in sports science, um, all sport, no science. <laughs> um, started that, and then kind of, again, still playing the football, the knee's doing alright, still not right, but I'm kind of picking it up and being rehabbed, it's fine. And then I get picked up for the British colleges, football teams, the whole kind of British colleges, I get scouted for them, psh, start playing for British colleges, I'm like, fuck it, we're back in again here, we're, we're off again, psh, clubs are getting interested again, and back in Lee's not playing up, and and it never materialised after that, it just sort of fizzled, so going sort of very quickly through that college kind of t- fantastic time, playing football, it really enjoyed it, uh, but nothing came at the end, it kind of fizzled, nothing, yeah. it, nothing no options, and... Um, I guess at that stage it was what am I going to do right um, I kind of love fitness um, love working out I'll go and work in a gym so then I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> never, all, do I never do <laughs> so that never do that so I didn't work experience it's terrible um, but I loved it and I thought well this is what I'm interested in I'll just do something that I'm interested in so I did a personal Trainer's qualification. I um, never bother with that bit. You're not bothering no. that? No, no. no, I wish I hadn't. No,
0: no one ever asks to see it.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, or a pilot's one. license. Yeah,
0: no one ever asks. They just assume. <laughs> if you sat there, they just assume you've got one. Brilliant.
1: <coughs> Pardon me. So yeah, we're um, we're cracking on um, at this stage, and it's like right. I'm working in the gym. I pass the pass the sort of stuff, and I'm. I'm in a local council-run gym, Nice. Which is fine. I'm working out with my mate. And what year would this be now? Fuck shit, I'm shit at maths, mate. I, d- I don't know. It's don't not know. math, it's just years. It's, yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 I years say.
0: ago. Okay, yeah, so about 2000-ish. Right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and I'm enjoying it, but it's kind of, I think I get a year into that, and I'm enjoying training. I'm using it, for, I'm, I'm basically using it for what is. I'm training, and it's a, it's, a, it's a facilitation for me to train. And at this stage, I started I guess getting into books a bit more, reading and stuff, which I'd never... It like you said books. I know, mate. Yeah. I'd never been interested before. and um, But it was it was one-dimensional. It was all military. And I was thinking, what, what interests me? I think I got given an Andy McNabb book, an SAS book. I'd never really heard about what the SAS was. I kind of knew about it. And um, and I think it was Bravo 2.0, the first book yeah. I read. So I'm fucking reading this and I'm... And considering I've not read before, didn't have an, an interest in reading, uh, it, it really intrigued me. And I was fucking flying through these books. Oh, sorry,
0: I'm not making this up. We must have been separated at birth, because that was the first book I read. Really? We, we were both working in a gym at the same time. Fucking <laughs> hell, what I happened? A gym <laughs> downhill from there. That's your dad's name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the height doesn't work, yeah, no, and no, I can't grow a beard, yeah.
1: so we're definitely not related. <laughs> um, but yes, it was that, and then I started bouncing on to his like, um, fictional books as well, reading all this stuff, and... And I guess getting a year into the gym, it's fine. But I, I, the, the, the fucking winds out of my sails, and I'm thinking, well, what next? I kind of want something to kind of aim for, and and you know, I still there's still stuff burning away there. I've still got the fire in my belly. I still want to kind of do stuff, and that's not to say there was. I'm not, I'm not kind of begrudging anybody that works in that industry or or, or in that kind of. Um, in that way really if that makes sense but for me it was I've always had that thing inside me that fucking drive that what's next what's next what's next fucking can't sit still and um, I then started looking into military options I read the books it can't be that hard you know let's have a look at maybe joining the military great options Um, so down to the armed forces careers centre in Nottingham you know What's the hardest military course you do? So it was well, Marines or paras, generally so 32 speaking. Thirty-two weeks, is it? So yeah, I mean the Marines have got the. It might have changed by now, so don't quote me. But at the time, thirty-two weeks, it was certainly the longest. Sort yeah, of, I think it um, probably still inf- is. basic infantry mm-hmm. training, but certainly not basic either. But and for me, it was it was Marines or paras, You know, they're obviously the, the you know the, the the top of the spear there in terms of um, infantry courses. So. The guy at the time, I think, in the in the careers office was a marine, at the green berry arm, big guy, and obviously he just fucking come to the dark side, sort of pulls me in. Fuck the paras, you need. It was all about the marines. Plus, and, you got shit knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shit knees <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what you want to do, son? Is parachute jumping? That'll yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. I love showering twenty times a day as well. But <laughs> I think, in hindsight, to be honest, I think the paras probably would have suited me more. To be honest, yeah, it probably would have suited me. And then and, you'd have ended up at Hereford. Well, yeah, 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 no, no, no doubt. But I think so anyway, you know, I went into the marines and. It, at that stage, I felt like I had a new lease of life. I was just kind of finishing off, you know, the college stuff as well and the gym. And I felt like I had a new focus now. I was like, fucking hell, this is, this is it. This is now everything that I can. The Marines, I want to be a fucking Marine. I want the Green Beret and that's it. I want the fucking belt. And I don't know whether it was a, an ego thing or whether I, I actually wanted thing. to do the fucking yeah. job. I think it was a, a, and I think growing up in a different area as well, and we've all experienced different, types and elements of bullying. It's not to say that I was you know, bullied heavily as a kid. I think all kids fucking go through that, yeah. don't they? You, you know, you get picked on for whatever it is now, short, tall, short, you know, big nose, fucking glasses, fucking ginger, Chinese. I
0: had a big chin, glasses, and I looked like... Um, fucking You just lot, ticking the yeah, boxes. Ticked every box. Um, I was really... I was, I was just under 11 stone at six feet tall. I was really skinny. I just felt, so, yeah, all the time. Yeah, I look like
1: Clark Kent, so I got hammered. It is, mate. I and mean, I think it's just scrapping your way through that, different schools, and who's this northern lad, and lived, lived next to a different school. It was, just, it was just fucking shit all the time. So maybe there's an element in, of, of me wanting to prove to not just myself, but other people, external. It's like external validation, again, probably. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, and I can see why be a bootneck because I know a lot of bootnecks Yeah. And actually, I, although I can see in the paras as well, but... Yeah, I, I can just see you doing well in the the Marines.
1: Yeah, um, so I think from then they style
0: it out well as well. They did style the, it out well.
1: Yeah, 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 mate. And it's so off. I went. It, I was then kind of I was, my whole world was consumed now with the military and uh, and joining the Marines. And it's fair to say that I didn't have any outside influence at this time so there was no family members at the time that were serving or had served so there was no kind of element of join the fucking this or join that and you know go and speak to uncle whatever and so it's quite unique really I think it sort of took my sort of grandparents and other people by surprise but they were super supportive my granddad was really supportive as well and sort of they, I think they could see I was just a bit lost I was kind of you know college a bit looking for that bit of structure and, I was going yeah. out fucking boozing scrapping just being an idiot which I think everybody goes through that stage you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of trying to find your feet as, as a young kid so off I went. I'm into the Marines. I do a potential Royal Marines course where you go down for a, maybe a week. Um, went down, loved it, got on really well with it, physical, enjoyed that kind of camaraderie, reminded me of – At Limston, Limston, yeah. yeah. Uh, it reminded me of the kind of football, that unity, being yeah. together, that kind of, you know, at the time didn't realise that kind of brotherhood. And I really enjoyed it. And I thought, fucking hell, like, this is quite good. It's quite good. Um, obviously passed the potential Royal Marines course. Um and then I was at about a six four to six months gap of waiting to join uh, back in two thousand and five at age twenty one. So I went in with quite a uh, quite a good age, I'd say, mm-hmm. a bit of experience on my side, good fitness, a base good base level of fitness from you know playing from a, a kind of a high level of, of football. And yeah. off I went on to thirty two weeks of, of training in um, eight nine seven troop. And did uh, you me hold
0: up? I'm amazed. That you-
1: yeah. So I had a few issues. Um, in a, straight li- in a straight line, it was fine. What, what, like load bearing, moving sort of forwards up. That was fine. It was turning, twisting, yeah. turning. So I actually, I started the 32 weeks training and I finished the 30 weeks to, 32 weeks training. So I was an, an original. So at no point did I step off the train. Is it get hunt, re- far yeah, no, hunt Hunter? Forth. Hunter, so or isn't non is it I didn't force? step off the train at any time and get back trooped or be rehabbed or whatever, or fail anything. I was an original. Um, I think you need an element of luck with that as well but I think I had a few issues though you know you have different elements of training within the marines where they build you up physically you know you, you imagine it's kind of they get everybody in they get from people who are super thick Triathletes and, and older people who are probably a bit more robust to younger kids that are, are probably just been doing bicep curls and, and don't really understand about kind of that kind of elite style of fitness for the Marines and so they start everybody off at the same sorry the exercises apart from bicep curls yeah that's it <laughs> we'll talk after yeah we're talking about that but, especially um, in the, it's fine in the squat rack that's what squat rack <laughs> I've seen, course, I've we seen your weights in there <laughs> I know yeah um so yeah we, it really has it's you, st- you start with something called it's IMF Swedish PT in the gym and I was thinking this is fucking Bit turbo gay this, you're like, it's doing all this stuff and but it, they, they get you from this kind of base level and then build everybody up together so you kind of, it's really good how they do it, the, the, you know, the physical training instructors and stuff obviously well they're well versed in it they kind of know what they're doing so we kind of went through this stage of, the, the main element to begin with is in the gymnasium, gymnasium hall, the big hall where you're doing kind of weights and pull-ups, sit-ups, press-ups and camp circuits, running around the camp, getting fucking beasted, running around and I was doing quite well in this and I was I was one of the front runners in, in, in the in the troop. I actually ended up passing the um, well, getting it badge. It's not getting badges, is it? But getting my my uh, belt and beret, passing out for the Royal Marines. And I was I was awarded the PT medal, the fittest guy in the troop. You know, I was really fucking doing well and finding you know finding my feet with that. So the fitness side of it, I'd nailed it. I was like yeah. fucking, I'm, I'm really nailing this. And but there was elements in the gym where the PTIs, they're fucking like sharks. They're you know, little vests on, fucking little shorts and they're ah, blah, 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 fucking, fucking, you know, you just, you're getting beasted from all angles. Fucking took your elbows in, get your knees up, fucking arm and you know, and there's, um, I always remember doing the sprints up and down and sometimes my knee would go. So I'd be cruising it fast and then all of a sudden that fucking knee would go and I'd be shit. And I had like a, a technique of sort of squatting down and rolling my knee and it'd, it'd go back in and I'd be like, okay, I'm off again. <laughs> I always remember the PTIs coming up there. What's that? The
0: Weapon keeps banging it, yeah. Mate, putting his shoulder back in against the I fridge. I think
1: my, you get a, a PTI assigned to your troop. He's your PTI. And I, Tony Buret, fucking amazing bloke, you know, well versed, well schooled. And I think he knew something, but he he, he really screwed the nut. He screwed, he screwed we, the we, nut. A guy Mate, from a he, different screwed, angle. he screwed the nut for me. And he was kind of at the like, end of the session, like, what the fuck's going on with your, you know, everything all right? I was like, look, I'm all right. So every so often, it will just plays up a bit. And he was like, Right okay, he wasn't going to say anything. He wasn't going to make me go to the yeah. you know, med med center and all this because it would have been probably shenanigans if I, if if I would have had to, you know, they probably would have MRI'd it and I
0: would to. Probably as well shenanigans then. It starts off a shenanigans, <laughs> next thing it's uh, to hullabaloo.
1: Yes, yeah. And it's being so, a Ben mate, Yes. Yeah. Then it's, yeah. so, it's a kerfuffle. Kind of go through that s- stage and and then we move it, there's elements of that training. It's kind of in blocks if you will and so now we're getting towards the end towards the end of training and you know you're getting your, you're getting your stable belt you're getting your cap comfort uh, um, and then we it culminates obviously in the in the commando test at the end and and, and but the, this kind of soldiering element of it I wasn't sure about I was thinking am I going to fucking enjoy this and screaming and shouting but it's a different culture in the marines yeah, you've but,
0: got to kill people at the end of it
1: as well yeah That's I mean, a whole well it is it, yeah. it, 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 there's, that, isn't there? there's that mindset but I think and there's an element of training you for that but you can't really prepare for that but yeah, the Marines, I, I, I kind of, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the running around in the dirt, the mud, the fucking cam cream, the, you know, this, this, you know, with being with your mates, having a fucking laugh. It was uh, a big boys fucking holiday, really. I've never heard him say it before. I love the cam cream. Yeah, I, fucking, yeah, I loved it. That all was that the best shit. Bit. I, I just loved all that, loved all that soldiering element Not of we could it. use
0: explosives, but we got cam cream. Uh,
1: yeah, so it was, um, it was good. So obviously passed out, Green Beret, Belt Ber- you know, Belt and, Berry and I remember that moment of you know being at the end of the 30 mile of the last um, test you know, giving you, you know, your belt and barry by the CO and super proud moment and Incredible. a sense yeah. of achievement and wow this is fucking great and uh, again I keep saying it's stakes and ladders in life and yeah, you're at the top you cruise to the top just about to hit the 100 and you then move off to your respective commando unit I went to 40 commando Bravo company in 2006 and fucking phew, back down the fucking snake, <laughs> right back to the bottom again, Sprog, new bloke, right, fucking shut up, fucking pick that up, blah, blah, blah. oh shit, what's going on here? Again, steep learning curve, you're in, you know, a new environment, you're picking things up quickly. Did um, you get deployed overseas? That was yeah, bottom, I went yeah, to um, Afghan, I don't know what Herrick it was, five or six, Um, actually with a different company. Uh, it wasn't for that long, maybe three months, uh, in, but it was in Kabul. Um, What was that like? It was, my, f- obviously my first tour, my first kind of, exposure to exciting yeah it was it was nerves excitement it was i think for, when you train as a you know in the marines and uh, as a commando and you have all this kind of you know thoughts in your head and probably misconceptions and uh, and thoughts about what what it will be like to operate and go out and uh, and be amongst it and that's what you want to do for yeah, something yeah, yeah. strange about i think there's you know psychologists and john Peets and other people talk about this don't they about that that like in a drive that's it, it's built, it's imprinted into your brain for for men to go out to want to hunt and to yeah. you know I don't know what it is and you know the quote about there's no feeling like the hunting of man and once you've hunted other, men, other armed men you know they'll you'll never sort of sort of have another feeling like that in the world and. I think it's it's true. You know, you, there's such a, a strange feeling of excitement. I know exactly
0: what you I mean, because sometimes we have a Nerf gun fight. Y- yeah, that, the f- HHQ, yeah, that moment I like think of, it's exactly the same. you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you yeah, yeah it's just you, you, you know, that. if you get hit in the face with a Nerf but gun, you serious. That first
1: tour wasn't too kinetic. It was, you know, rotating through d- uh, different elements, but it wasn't, it certainly wasn't super kinetic. Like the guys wearing helm and, like really scrapping, it wasn't really like that. Um, they were hard a couple of years they they was were well hard, there was a lot yeah, going on there you know and I didn't so I didn't get I didn't get that side of it it was all in kind of in Kabul a few things incidents and IEDs and other stuff and a bit of small arms And but but nothing kind of can, you know uh, nothing heavy um, came back from that and then it was this is the shit bit about the marines you have to you do a couple of years as a marine and that's all you want to do you want to be a knuckle dragger you want to be a commando mm. you know give me the big guns and that's what you want to do machine gun go out and fight and scrap mm. and they're like that <laughs> slow down speed racer you need to pick um and this is why well, it's one of the uh, benefits of being in the marines they're sort of self-contained they can deploy anywhere yeah. because they have their own chefs their own fucking drivers their own radio operators use the word chef in the loosest possible yeah term, not like. casey ryback kind of either it's not a, <laughs> yeah, no, a lowly, <laughs> lowly lowly cook
0: they <laughs> like cook stuff
1: yeah so you kind of end up having to having to select what your speciality will be and you can pick some cool stuff as well there's a sniper and there's heavy weapons and clothing design Clothing, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> come on to that. Yeah, come to that. But so at that time they're like, "Look, you've you've reached this kind of two-year point. What do you want to do?" I said, oh, "I want to be a fucking. You can risk it for a biscuit. You can keep your your, your name in the hat, and it could get drawn. Clark, fucking Clark. I don't want to be a fucking Clark. Look at me. Um, or you yeah, can leave your. Li- not going to it as a Clark. Mate, are they? Well, they? they could be a mechanic. Exactly, mate. Oh well, yeah, VMs. They are vehicle mechanics. There's yeah. all sorts of stuff in the in the fucking ping hat, and." Um, you, but you can risk it. You can think, do you know what? I, I will. I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. I'm going to stay as a GD, you know, general duty is sort of rifleman commando. And some guys get away with it for the careers, sort of seven year, eight year, like general duty guys. Um, or you can sort of make a decision early and say, right, I want to be a, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Um, I opted to go up to Fazlane, Lane, uh, Fleet Protection Group, Royal Marines up in uh, the West Coast, just north of Glasgow, where all the um, submarines nuclear are, deterrent yep. is, the submarines, UK nuclear deterrent. Um, and that was an eye-opener for me. Um, it was a different kind of unit, uh, guarding subs. It was uh, not very exciting. Um, not what I joined up for. It,
0: it doesn't sound that exciting. Guarding submarines. No, as well. they don't, it, probably don't go anywhere, do they? Well,
1: exactly. And you're constantly doing rollouts. No you one steals gotta, one, do they? Fuck it. No. You say that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, um, so that was. Sorry.
0: No, no. sorry. no. Carry on. Oh, it's delicious. It's nice that. Have you got a cherry bomb? Mm. Oh, good call. Who's this?
1: That's grenade. Yeah, it um, is. Of course, it's grenade. So, I mean, I'm in food protection. I'm nice really, en- not well. really enjoying it. I'm kind of again. I feel like I need to do something else. Right, what do I I want to do? And at this stage, I would kind of was finding out more about special forces. And my first introduction to UKSF was when I was back in Afghan. I was on the gate, fucking duty lifting the barriers for people. And this fucking soft skin vehicle rolled up, well, a four by four, and just cool dudes in there. Jeans, fucking flannel shirts, little rigs on, caps, Glasses, long hair, beards, fucking rock stars. I was like, <laughs> yeah. who the fuck are those guys? No, it's like SBS, SBS guys. And, you know, at that stage, I think a, a, a seed was planted and I was like, oh, hey, fucking, that looks cool as fuck. Rock stars.
0: And I can see why with you now, because knowing you pretty well, you want to do it really, really, really yeah. well. It's the best your ability or just not do it. Yeah. kind of
1: all in or all out. Uh, I get that's that. it. And then, yeah. so when I went to fleet protection, I was kind of... <clears throat> Again, the wind was out of my sails, and I was like, well, and some lads were content with it, and I couldn't work yeah. it out. I was thinking, why are they fucking happy to do this rotation up here? It's, Something it's just fucking mind numbing. And, you know, they're just dodging other stuff. And at this stage, I was like, right, I might start looking into this sort of the special forces thing. And I've only been in a few, you know, two two years at this point. So I started looking at courses that I could do that would potentially set me up for success for selection.
0: Five years' experience, military experience, it used to do selection. selection. You've in, got
1: two at this by point. By old money, you used, you used to have to have a set amount of time. You're right, it was yeah. either three years or five years, minimum of two tours, and also your CO or whoever had to give you the, the fucking, yeah, you can go on. You're a good lad. It changed, and in, in the, in the reshaping of, of the whole SF world had changed. So you could essentially... Um, Volunteer, volunteer yourself to go on to selection, uh, which has its own its own risks, but also I think it's a good thing. It kind of opens up, potentially pools at guys that may have think that they're too kind of young or inexperienced, but actually do really well. Mm. So it's kind of double edged, really. But so a lot, volunteer I, as opposed to being volunteered is the usual military <laughs> scenario, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, great. Um, so I I put myself in for arguably probably one of the hardest infantry courses that you can do in 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 the in the in the Marines and it was the sniper course. And you can only go on to a sniper course if you're I think it's a Lance Corporal or below. So corporal sometimes, depending on, on, on what your job role is. Because the failure rate's so high, and they don't mm. want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be a corporal leading men go on the sniper course and potentially fail. fail. And he's got yeah. a high attrition, I think 60, yeah. 70% failure rate. I don't know what the, the exact numbers are, but it's a pretty nails course within the Marines to do. And it's highly regarded. I'm
0: halfway there. I've got the scopes. You've, you've seen go, the scopes. I've seen it, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I've seen you shoot. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you have seen me shoot, yeah. yeah. But, but, um, um,
0: embarrassingly, your nine-year-old has shot the pair of us. I know, I, I know. Point. Point. But,
1: um, so, yeah, I thought, well, I'm going to test myself here on, on the sniper course. You know, I'm a Lance Corporal stage or whatever it was. Um, I'm kind of two years in. And I also, I want this to kind of be a prerequisite potentially for selection. So I got on the sniper course. I'm back to Limpston now where all the courses are ran. And I think this sniper maybe 12, 13 weeks or whatever it is. And I fucking loved it. I absolutely loved was it. that Frank Fletcher? And you turn it, yeah, I, you know, no flank, but I'm... Um, you turn into a super kit pest at this stage. You know, you're you're dressing your weapon sniper tape or your kit equipment, you know, you become a bit of a a pest, essentially, a sniper pest. And but I loved it. And you're you kinda look a little bit different now from the rest of the guys. You've got all your sniper stuff, your ghillie suits, your trousers, everything's different. So you have an element of feeling you pretty cool. You could use the bear for
0: that. So if you stick some leaves on that, because I'm, suit. I'm yeah. ninja.
1: I'm ninja. yeah, I could get away with that. <laughs> But, you know, you have all this time and, and you're blending you, yeah, <laughs> blend in, you know, it's so fun. But um, so I'm going through this course and I'm really enjoying it. Shooting well, everything's going well. I'm passing all the stuff and love the stalking element. So, you know, kind of cruise apart Why from the gorse bushes, me? yeah, sneaking up around everywhere and dragging your rifle, getting into fucking bushes, cutting in, getting you, you know, it's, um, you know as a lad, as a, as, as a young lad, it's fucking exciting and you think fucking, and then you see yourself doing it. Like operationally while you're doing it, everything's geared around operations and you know, there's, there's a real world element to what you're doing. It's not just a fucking just fuck around and go and, you know, go and do a bit of a stalk. It's like if you get fucking pinged there, you know, it's not just you, it's other people, you know, so there's a big emphasis on it and, and sniping is a real, a real unique a niche skill set. I think you've got to be a certain way as well with, with, with your mindset and who you are as a person and, what it does, it, it makes you You've become got to be sneaky as well. Yeah, it makes you become super efficient on your yeah. kit, equipment, your, everything is fucking squared away. Everything's perfect. Um, so I kind of passed the, the course at that. And I remember at the end of that course, um, the chief instructor, I didn't really get on with him. I don't want don't to name him. Um, didn't really get on with him. He's a bit of a dick. There's another lad as well that was actually, he's badged at the moment, but he was, he was on the instructor's course and he was just sort of marking time before he went on selection. And he was a fucking dick. He was an idiot, you know, just an arrogant, sort of brash individual. Um, again, he's kind of maybe a lot more senior, maybe five or six years in the Marines. I'm two years, it's frog routine. And I remember fucking, okay, no, Wasn't James? Was a it? little story, mate, we were, we were on a stalk and um, sort of crawling into my sort of final fire position. And obviously I'm You've got your clipped onto, you've got a fucking, uh, a bit of rope that's carrying your drag bag, it's got your sniper rifle in, and I'm fucking snuggling through the fucking bushes, and I'm in a little gully, you know what I mean, I'm using it for cover, and I'm fucking, tss, fucking leopard crawling into position, you know, and the fucking bloke stood in front of me and took a piss in front of me, knowing I couldn't, I'd have to crawl through his fucking piss, and I just thought, what a fucking dick, who does that, you know what I mean, but like, for me, it was like, I thought we are on the same team here, you know what I mean, I thought, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't I thought get it, so I'm... I unusual Really
0: unusual, I think, in the
1: military. And I'll spin it how it comes around in a bit, but i as a motherfucker. But I fucking scroll through that, whatever. I'm like, fucking dickhead. But you can't really say that because they're the instructors. And you're fucking, yeah, funny that, nice one. Scroll through the boys, get into position. Anyway, pass the course, chief instructor. Where do you want to go? You, you've been offered a sniper billet within the commando units. They've got recce troops. Uh, it's quite a prestigious thing to be within a recce troop, you know, within the, within the, within the commando units and, and to be within a sniper billet. Um... I remember looking at him saying, I'm, I'm going to go on Selection. I'm going to go and try out for the SBS. And he just fucking dropped the pen, fucking head comes up, and he's kind of laughed at me. Seriously laughed at me. He was like, fucking good luck with that kid, you know, two years in. Like, seriously, where do you want to go? And I was like, I'm, I'm going on Selection. Kind of used this to see if I, you know, as as a stepping stone, and he was just fucking left me out of the room, and I was like, "What a dick! What's what's going on here?" I thought, and again, are we on the same team here? What the fuck's going on?
0: And would it have to be SBS and not SAS?
1: Was it always going to be SBS because of where you'd come from, the Marines? Not necessarily. I think so. Yeah, I think it's it's probably a natural feeder into the SBS, mainly because you. I think 60% of whatever make up UK Seven, anyway from the Marines. Yeah. But, you know, generally speaking, guys from the Marines will gravitate yeah, towards the SPS. To and then mortals. you know yeah. people within the unit. You then start yeah. knowing guys that have passed selection and there's that kind of... Um, I, th-
0: I think it's fantastic that the MRD have come up with a unit for all the lads... <laughs> Well, couldn't you know, get in... Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. basically weren't good enough to get in the SS. Yeah, normally, yeah. it's nice of them, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> it was not fucking so nice though, of nice yeah. mate. Like, you know, don't let Sorry, the I'm, truth get in I'm the way. I've written that down, deal, I thought, hey. just, yeah, get that again. Yeah, <laughs> so, sort of.
0: that's another joke, down. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: oh, fuck am I? Right. Yeah, you're, you're about to do an SBS selection. <laughs> so, that's it. So, um, I kind of move away from that, thinking, what oh, a fucking day. Anyway, right, but I think it gives me a little bit, spurs me on a bit, and gives me the, oh, I can't fucking show you. Right, what's this fucking space? And then, anyway... I was going to take a bit it's longer. Powerful that is, isn't it? It's back. really, really, it's really. really things happen anyway, that. but that's just another
0: little thing yeah, you're, you're to have. There sure thinking, yeah, yeah, you but, you but things sh- yeah, things happen like that in life. Don't I, you I, fucking I used to in do brain, that. my brain. brain. Every time someone says, "Oh, you'll never do that one," "Oh, you'll never <laughs> yeah. do that." What you want to do? What you'll never do that. Yeah, oh, another one. So the list of people
1: to prove wrong. I fucking love it. But it's so I went back to fleet protection for a bit, and then I started thinking, "Well, I'll give it a year. I need a year here to train." I don't know. where I pulled that fucking number from, but I was probably putting it off. But Unbeknown to me, one of my mates, put us both onto a briefing course. So we come in one day and he's kind of like, we're on a briefing course next week. We'll just coffee everywhere. What? I've not trained. I like, ah, start panicking. Ah, ah, what do we need to do? And my name, so my now, name, my name. The next week's fucking big heavy loads. We're running around the hills in Scotland. And we load onto a briefing course. And that's a week, a prerequisite course to see if you're kind of fit enough, robust enough. And they have certain set marches in place down in pool over the Jurassic coast. yeah, uh, Which is pretty disgusting. And basic, like sort of, Commando fitness tests and stuff that you have to test that with, uh, pass within the, the set times. And it's kind of like, if you can't make that, then there's no point in you going on fucking selection. Yeah. So it allows them to have a little look at you and you to have a little look at that, you know, both ways. And
0: the SBS selection is a different selection process no. to the SCS selection. No, not the briefing courses are
1: separate okay. because, you know, you're before you start selection, you fill up fucking paperwork and you say, look, it's all under the same umbrella, it's all U- UK Special Forces. Yeah. And it's all the same uh, sort of selection process. So it's and the, and the DS are mixed. So yeah. you have a mixture of SBS, SAS, um, DS, and some SRR at the time. So you just can't, kind of before selection say, look, I want to go for the SBS here. Uh, that's kind of my that's my preference. And you can change as well. You can sort of get to the end and go, Do you know what? Actually, I, I really like the f- and if they'll accept you, this, it has happened before.
0: Yeah, you've also
1: had lads that have joined the SBS and then gone had a year. I want to go to the SAS for w- maybe family reasons or whatever, or and, yeah. and also the other way. Um, so yeah, we kind of we start the um, the briefing course. But right, whether or not I, you can grow a beard, I know yeah, grow uh, a yeah. proper I beard at the time. It no. was fucking terrible. It's in, <laughs> yeah. uh, grow a beard? Was SBS. it Team America? Gary, Gary, the fucking <laughs> stairs. It, it was terrible. Um, so yeah, I'm on. I'm on the next thing. It's briefing course. Running around, absolute snotty mess of a week. Don't understand what's happened. Uh, pass and then get loaded onto selection. But now I've got about four to five months before I start um, a summer. Hills in okay, 2008. And were you so, pleased?
0: It was summer. Would you rather have had summer or winter. Mate, don't mind.
1: Swings around about. Yeah. It it's at the time I was. I like the cold. I fucking people that know me. <laughs> I fucking hate being I don't mind sweating when I'm working out or when I'm doing something. But if I'm just sat here or I'm watching telly and I'm or in bed, it just irritates the shit out of me. I get all back, uh, uh, uh. so. I didn't really mind, and it's Wales as well, so you can have all fucking four seasons yeah, exactly. in one day. So, you know, but we turned up um, on the summer hills and it was the hottest on record for, I don't know, you know, since the dawn of time. Since the last one. Since fucking dinosaurs are on here, probably <laughs> since the last one, like i say. say. Um, and I remember it; it was fucking turbo, turbo, like... Hot and in Wales, I know, mate. I know. know. That (laughs) that has its own issues. It has its own problems in so much that the the weights are set and it's progressively. Kind of move through for the hills phase and you know they it's called low stones the first few weeks it's they show you have to show them that you can navigate blah, blah blah blah, and you're in little teams and you take legs and then uh you keep increasing the weight and you're bergen sort of and then you, you're make, making the time and then the kind of second third week you're on your own running around it's set routes everyone's going some people are going clockwise some are anti-clockwise and start of our selection we had to about 204 people starting that's everybody the whole yeah. for sas and sbs and i think the hardest thing for that i found personally, was the monotony of it. You have a, a month of the hills and it's fucking Groundhog Day. And it's a phys- very physically demanding sort of four weeks. You know, don't get me wrong. It's, it's fucking hard work. And it's, you know, you have to be super robust as well. And again, an element of lady luck, you know, injuries. Yeah. Nick. There's not anybody that goes on there that well certainly that I know that doesn't pick up some form they get of Berg an injury, and burn and all sorts, don't fucking, they? Yeah. whether it's just horrendous sort of bergen burns, blisters, rolled ankles, knees, fucking twisted socks, everything. It, it, you know, it, it, you kind of get that. But so the heat at its. Added its own kind of stress as well. It's you then have to carry more water. You know you're yeah. fucking sweating. You're overheating. Um, and
0: when you're hot, it's harder to do something about it. I think. I think if it's yes. cold, it's cold, probably, probably sometimes on. easier to warm up.
1: Yeah, put a nice warm through dark jacket on. But yeah. um, not a chance in yeah, the military. They'll a take off. Mate, nice plug. Yeah. But um, good luck with that. So. We had, in <laughs> fact, unfortunately, one, we had a lad pass away on our course as well, you know, which was, again, I know this has happened previously since, but purely this. because of the, the, yeah, I don't yeah. mention his name, but, you know, he'd done <clears throat> the hills before as well, and he was actually a, an SFC, a communicator from Paul, and super fit lads, and we had lots of people creaming in with heat exhaustion. And um, so, we it was difficult for for different reasons. Also, the ground's more boggier than as well, and it's yeah. fucking weird. You think it'll all be dry, but, you know, in the marshlands, it just makes it horrendous. It's fucking... Anyway, and then flip it forward, six months, the lads that did the winter one were kind of waist-deep snow, so yeah. I can, you know, pick, pick your beast, really. Every house has got spiders. But, so, past the kind of hills phase, and I don't know how, really. I've got, again, no preconceptions. I don't know anything about selection. Again, I don't know anyone... There's people that go on selection that have been on selection before and they you know you come across these people in life they've fucking done it all before and the 11 reef guys and you don't want to do that or your Bergen's wrong fucking don't tie your laces like that that's fucking wrong I've done this before well you fucking failed didn't you but anyway yeah. I, I'll, I'll listen to you I'll entertain you there's a lot of that around selection and a lot of mystery a lot of
0: and you get two goes don't you I think and that's yeah
1: d- yeah. D- yeah. Um, I think it, I'm not sure if it's the same anymore but yeah certainly two goes unless it was a medical unless the doctor yeah. pulls you off because you your legs around the other you've cracked a withdrawing McGregor not the doctor a medical, off. what would be, yeah, pulling <laughs> yeah. you off. Yeah. That never happened. so <laughs> would be, yeah, just, <laughs> just you yeah. know, um, you enjoyed it. So it was, um yes, yeah, so that's a medical withdrawal. Uh, but I think, I think apart from that, you could have two, two attempts, depending on how you, I guess, how you, you get pulled your off. attitude and how you kind of respond as well. And and if you pull, you know, sort of voluntary, your VW, v, 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 uh, voluntary withdrawal yourself as well. And I think the main emphasis on, on the hills for me was that sense of, 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 of being on your own, being self-motivated, which I loved. I loved the, I loved the facts and I've heard, I'm not the first person to say this and I'm not going to coin it as my own, but there was the element of running through the hills, especially towards the end on test week, you know, it culminates in the end with yeah. test week and, you know, running past people. It's a real equaliser as well. You have people that are fucking on paper or visually looking at somebody. We all do it. We're all guilty of lo- looking somebody up and down, like, fucking it's the size of his fucking p- quads. You know, and they're tall, they're massive, they're paras there, there's marines, and they're fucking munits. Like, man mountains. They struggle there, don't they? As well. me, they were struggling. And yeah. they probably looked at me, the little guy, and we're all carrying the same fucking weight, but it equalises, you know? And yeah. running through the hills, I quite... I say I enjoyed it. I did, you know, I enjoyed the element of, you know, uh, running around and the freedom, the autonomy. And it wasn't like the conventional military. And also you don't have the pressure. The pressure's all on you. And, and at any stage you can go, do you know what? I don't want this. I don't fancy it. And the fucking excuse matrix comes out with some people. Like, this has happened. My fucking nan's cat's fucking passed yeah, away. I'm going to have to go back. A hamster's yeah. fucking funeral. I've got to go back for what fucking some right. Excuses come out. Uh, but I didn't have that. You
0: gotta, so you got to really, really, really want to do it, haven't you? So that's the thing. You if know, you don't really want to do it. You're your not vision,
1: it. your why. Everyone talks about why. Fucking, it's got to be bigger than that reason to want. You know, want to quit. And for me, it was. It was. It, I didn't want to go back to the Marines. I didn't want to go back to faz. You know, to that fleet protection thing. Yeah. I was like fucking hell. And that I is do, boredom. yeah, that really is yeah, boredom. And if I do, yeah. what, what am I going to do? And I don't want to see out the rest of my career doing that. So for me, it was um, it was shit or bus, Really, just give it the best sort of effort. So cruised through the hills, got the golden ticket, basically passed the hills, golden ticket for the jungle. Um,
0: and how was that? Because I've heard oh, people say that's nails.
1: Yeah, I think... The
0: hardest, a lot of people have said to me that's the hardest part, in terms of like almost being claustrophobic, and I think you either, someone said to me once, they, they spent about six weeks there, and after that it just clicked and I embraced it, and it just it just clicked from, but otherwise it just felt like everyone was trying to kill them, and it's claustrophobic, I'd, and you're wet all the time, i
1: within my short time in the Marines, i I think I squeezed in two jungle tours: oh. one to Sierra Leone with forty, and then uh, one to Belize, I think, with fleet protection. So I'd had a bit of time or an introduction into jungle and living and operating within the jungle, and it's it's disgusting, it's horrible, mm. and different jungles are you know unique as well in terms of flora and fauna, and you know uh, secondary and, and and primary and 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 dirty jungle, clean jungle. It, 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 they really do vary depending on uh, you know, geographically where they are. Um, but I had a, a, an element of it, and I think because of the sniper course and everything else, I was my soldiering. I was quite squared away. I was kind of my shit was in one sock. I could look kind of look after myself and my you know um, my kit and equipment, and you be, become become quite well versed in that, and I, that sets you up for success for the jungle because it, you're heavily reliant on yourself and looking after yourself as well. And um, not uh, that's not to say I found it easy. I didn't. It and was how long's that? Fucking how long was nails. It's. It's five weeks, if I remember, or six weeks, you fly out the first week's um, acclimatisation, which is goosings up and down the beach. It's fucking beastings every morning, getting acclimatised, and a lot of time on, on the ranges, Again, out in the heat, doing man down drills, talking through their drills. You know, you're learning as well. Again, steep learning curve. You're working within small, sort of fire teams, small groups, and you're just getting beasted again, again, again under the watchful eye of all the DS. You know, safety's the main thing there because, generally speaking, in the Green Army or the Marines, you know, and not to bore you too much, but there's different arcs of fire. When you're on a range, you put your fucking thumb out on somebody, and it's quite a wide arc. Are you? Another soldier encroaches, it's so like, okay. stop, fucking safety, just everything's super safe, it has to be. Mm-hmm. But within special forces, it's fucking that. And you can literally shoot next to each other and mm-hmm. it gets a bit hairy, especially in the jungle where sometimes you can become disorientated. You know, you have to continually understand where you are, where everybody else is and it. You know, it's tight. Everything's 110% aggression and speed and movement but it has to be done safely. Obviously you have to show that you are safe and you understand fully where everybody is and also kind of um, how to operate weapon systems and everything else, whilst also listening into the commands. And so this is continually going on and there's navigation, but it's obviously micro-navigation within the jungle. It's You move, everything's done really slowly. Tactically, you're in a four-man patrol, you have one DS assigned to you, who's just kind of always off, always watching you. And within your patrol, you're kind of switching kit and equipment and it's... It's fucking, it's not, it's hard. It's fucking super, super kind of laborious as well. The big, heavy kind of bergens, but you're moving slowly. Every kind of foot placement, everything's kind of really. Um, I can see why you'd struggle with that
0: boredom as well, because of how you are and you're a hundred miles an yeah, hour.
1: Yeah.
0: And I've heard, and again, you sort of almost sitting there doing something slowly. mm and I can see where you'd really find that difficult. And there's
1: a lot of time as well. So the days, generally, if you're micro or you're doing other stuff where you're moving, so from point A to point B and, you know, doing your skeds and, and you're generally just showing, that, showing the DS that you're proficient and you understand the drills and how to do all the stuff that they're teaching you as well. And then you go and do the ranges for half a day, you get absolutely beasted up and down the ranges. Um, and then you'd kind of move off to a, 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 kind of a lie-up position at night. The good thing about the jungle is there's about, 10 to 12 hours of darkness you don't move in the dark in the jungle because it's fucking bone so generally speaking you move in set up your um, your um, your basher site you'd get your um, uh, hammocks out uh, again you'd sort of set all this up just as the light's going down you'd all then kind of move into your position lie down on the jungle floor wait for the light to drop uh, fully darkness now it's fucking um, pitch black and then you'd kind of move back to your location fully dark
0: I'm like a good name for a clothing company fully dark
1: yeah but there's something in that. Something in that, yeah. So you're back on, and then you're into like your admin then, you're moving, you're sorting all your kit out, and you're fucking all fingers and thumbs trying to sort your shit out, and then you're into your hammock, and then you're, but you know that you've got about, once you've eaten, and sorted your got shit out, and sorted your... This is where you have to be quite diligent with with your with yourself and your body and sorting your feet out, retaping, powdering, drying, putting your dry, making sure everything's you know sorted for yourself. You know, drinking lots, eating. Some people are just that fucking knackered. There's just a... You know, sometimes an element of just getting in your hammock and just fall asleep, all you want to do is sleep. But, Mm -hmm. you know, again, just doing that over and over and over again and doing the same thing. And, you know, it's probably because I'm solid, probably because I'm bone. I just, I don't mind that monotony. It's like training. I I don't mind that. But then same thing. So fast forward nine hours, you've had hopefully a semi-decent sleep. You get up um, before first light and it's a reset. Take everything down, all your fucking, all your shit. Back out to your Bergen, back out to your arc of fire and Then you're waiting for the sun co- to come up. The DS are probably around somewhere, and it's there's, uh, there's funny stuff in the night as well. There's fucking all sorts of shenanigans going on. There's monkeys. You hear lads like ah, screaming. Fucking, <laughs> you've got big parangs on you. You know the old uh, kids. yeah, they're um, nice. Yeah, you've always got one of them on you as well for safety and and, and obviously your weapons kind of close by and you and you and you, in case uh, you get uh, attacked by you. what a monkey you, or well or yeah what? and there's, there's there's wild boars in there so you, you do have you always have a life you for a wild boar, mate. Yeah, yeah, with my bare hands and it. <laughs> You have a, a live round, uh, sorry, a live magazine with you anyway, just in case there's any shenanigans. But you hear lads screaming at night, you think, what the fuck's going on over there? And it's like monkeys are coming down, and at night, you imagine <laughs> it, you can't see anything. Fucking madness! Fucking blades going everywhere. Like people are falling out, and there's a real risk as well of deadfall. You know, of, of trees. That's the main killer in the jungle is deadfall of trees falling, and you know, there's always wake up in the morning and it's like oh, it's in between lads hammocks and you're like fucking hell <laughs> so there's all this sort of stuff going on and then um, in the morning you wake up and fucking light's just coming up and you're in your position feeling all fucking Gucci I've me my cam cream on. I'm looking all oh, it's all about the cam cream I'm looking ace and then uh, with your little floppy hat on and then all you see is the old <laughs> the floor's moving generally <clears throat> it's never good and there's the old pfft, pfft, leeches are coming in and yeah <laughs> give me the <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. And they're all just, and you can't move, you know what I mean? It's like, and you're like you can't just screw the fucking knot on there. just cruising up your, ah, uh, uh, uh. ah, But we've had some comedy ones before where- They're attracted by cam cream. Apparently. I know, mate, but it's, you know, uh, we've had some comedy ones before in the morning where you wake up and you, you've done all your stuff and you think, I've made it, I'm safe. Fucking, I'm all in one piece. Get your burgers on. You move off to a position to meet the DS before moving off for the day and do the old fucking- have a look at everybody. It's just sort of, it's now just getting p- properly light, if you will. And you're, mate, what the f? What is that on your. And I was like, what? 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 And it just fucking just leeches hanging off. Oh, get it, and get you just it. had to burn them off? Yeah, or um, rep- mozzie repellent. If you just touch okay, the repellent yeah. and they'll, they'll they'll fall off. Um, I, used to, I used to just eat them, obviously, some nails. I mean, I love. I Get it off!
0: Get I'm, it off me! I'm not sure that's a useful tip for me living but, in Dorset. Yeah, time, and it's,
1: it's that stuff. Then you in the, I, I quite. I enjoyed the jungle for the soldier element. It's. Okay, I loved the shooting the live shoot. It was brilliant. But it's physically probably the hardest thing I've done. Drain it. it fucking drains. Literally sucks the life out of you. Um, so we got to the end of the jungle phase. Past all that, fantastic. And then you're into probably the the best kept secret and, and the biggest kick in the. Tits for me was um, the seer, the escape and evasion. <laughs> so <laughs> this the, ah, you, so, so I've heard these terrible as well, but it's all horrible, isn't it? really? And you lose about? Well, tell us about that. In, I've not got... fucking okay, um, three stone went through. And you don't? I don't have that much weight to lose. But I think I lost about ten kilogram in the jungle. That's generally speaking about the average of, of weight loss. Great weight loss program, <laughs> by the way, which the military run. <laughs> um, so we, I think you have a week back on camp to fucking let you body just de and, and sort itself out because you imagine your body's really run down at this stage yeah. and you've lost weight so it's just all about food and and, and going to the med centre if you've got issues and dramas because anything out there little cuts are just it's a it's noise, a drama yeah. and so you're back in for a week and again you're not just loafing you're learning new skills up you know bits and pieces and radio stuff and you're getting your instruction there for escape and evasion and you have a, a small uh, introduction to it and and techniques that they use and w- that we get taught and kind of what we go through and the processes and then you have a little 12-hour exposure to it to sort of give you a, uh, a, a an, yeah, an instruction really and feedback so you can have a little 12-hour exposure and that oh, was shit don't do that what the fuck are you thinking um so we had that week there, build up, and then next thing, you, you're on the run. You go on the run for five days, literally just in your belt kit, and think you've got a 24-hour ration pack to last you five days and nights. And, you know, you've got a hunter force, you've got a corridor to move through. You know, you're on the map, You don't no further left or right than this, you know, in terms of your Northings lines. Uh, but you've got to get from point A to point B, there's an agent meeting for you, usual sketch, fucking psh, away you go. Uh, and you're off, you're on the run. Like, yeah. Um, and you've got a hunter force following you as well. So they generally know your corridor, where you're moving through. And they want nothing better to, 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 to want nothing more, sorry, to to do than to catch the lads. Because it's generally some marines or paras. And they're like, we fucking want to bag ourselves a couple of these lads <laughs> who think they're nails on selection. And they've got dogs and blah, 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 helicopters. And generally speaking, you'll lie up in the day and you'll move at night. You know, use the yep. cover of darkness and stuff. And um that was a fucking kick in the tits for me, massively. Because... I didn't underestimate it. I just didn't know about it, you know, and moving that much, you know, that much distance at night in Wales, it fucking pissed it down every night. It was miserable. It was fucking freezing. You know, I remember trying to get a little... Through farms and stuff, you generally stay away from, like, the, you know, these towns and, uh, and buildings, but outlying buildings, you'd probably have a little rummage around and bins and <laughs> pulling turnips out of the ground. <laughs> and um, onion bags. I, I remember I, th- I fucking thought I'd won the lottery. I got this little bag. It didn't even didn't even go up to my fucking waist, you imagine? So, uh, probably a potato bag. I remember trying to sit in it, like in a wood block, using it as a thing. I was like, do I put my legs in it or do I cut a hole and use it on my... I'll just put my legs in it. And you're just spooning each other and just, oh, he's fucking miserable. Pretty miserable. And, and you do that for five days. We're moving through the corridor. We had a couple of instances of almost being caught and fucking, you know, you got to the Mexican standoff with these guys. Oh, fuck it, don't you fucking, fuck you run off again and everyone breaks. and And then got to the end of that five days and I'm starving, probably, you know, fuck me, five days and no food or four days when it is because, Duty knobhead just at my twenty four hour ration pack in the first day. Oh fuck! Oh. Didn't ration it, and then I thought I'll find some stuff when I'm out there. You know what I mean? I'm a forager. You tried to chase a sheep before? It's fucking nails. We had a butcher with us as well, the next butcher in our patrol, and he was like, "Don't worry, you don't worry, boys. We'll, we'll just catch your fucking sheep." I was like, "Fucking nails!" Uh, we're all fucking running around, and uh, anyway, didn't catch the sheep. Everyone else is starving, and you've fuck. eaten a sheep. Oh, I've oh, sheep in. Mate, I would have let him home. Feet first, <laughs> I would have been in sheet, with mate, yeah. Um, yeah, nearly to say, it didn't happen. By the end of it, the four days, moving your, uh, your feet, your body's in absolute clip. Um, and the last checkpoint is, surprise, surprise, you're caught, and then you're fucking bag, tag, all that good stuff that you've probably seen on the show, and then you... You moved into vans and you moved off a helicopter back to a facility that then, um, you know, you move into the interrogation phase then and it's kind of 36 hours of, of shits and giggles. And uh, again, yeah, it's a pretty fucking miserable experience, really. Um, I won't go into too much detail, obviously, but it's, um, yeah, a lot of screaming, a lot of shouting, a lot of stroking, a lot of what the fuck's going on here, a lot of hallucinating. You know, 36 hours is a yeah, long yeah, fucking yeah. time. And you're and so tired and depleted at and that I, point. I didn't realise how much I fucking... Didn't like myself. You're only in your own (laughs) thoughts, aren't you? And there's nothing to do but a chat to yourself. And you're like in... Probably the best form of therapy. I I don't know, or worse. But yeah, it's... um, I can have a little chats with him and this guy over here and this. If oh, shut up, it's fucking yeah, weird. Um, so that kind of went on for thirty six hours and then uh, you know I remember being spat out at the end like what the fuck's just happened? And then you go back to the camp and you sort of sort yourself out. Probably the best sleep you'll ever have in your life. And then uh, and then you're into uh, the next stage, which is the uh, CT, the counterterrorism phase, domestic, the kind of Iranian embassy style black rig, fucking MP5, flashbang, abseiling, and all that fucking. Good shit that you see, and uh, I, that goes on for four, five, six weeks. I can't remember. Uh, a lot of range work shooting again. It's the, con- that constant curve, just being on there, and people are slipping off left, right, and Chelsea at this yeah. stage. And I think, like I said, um, people you know,
0: are still dropping out a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, through, I mean, after all that, through everything, through uh, something as simple, you could be fucking nailing it, and you could be in the range on the ranges in the jungle and you just do one bone move, sweep someone with your rifle, and it's... (laughs) Stop! Fucking, that's a, a, you know, a a, a big safety fail. Like, get your fucking, put your weapon down, unload. That's you off the... Because you know you can't fuck about with that stuff. It's yeah. live ammunition. It's you know it's not blanks. It's not nerfs. And you know if you can't show them that you're proficient and understand the fucking drill, there's a way to do things and move. And if there's any doubt about your safety, you know you have you have minor safety fails, uh, safeties, warnings mm-hmm. where you might just encroach an arc, and it's like oh stop. That was fucking close, like that's a safety. If you do it again, you're off. And then you have like a major safety would be something like a negligent discharge, an eel diamond, or a fucking sweeping somebody, for instance, or doing something running across people while they're firing. You know, if you're if you're being bone as well, it's like, mate, are you stupid? You just run in front of someone.
0: Do you get a negligent discharge after being pulled off by the
1: doctor? Sometimes, yeah, that, okay. that, that, just that checking. can happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got, just asking for a I've got a funny story about that actually. <laughs> Not quite please. about that, but yeah. yeah. I would
0: say please tell us, but can't because we will uh, be. No, here all day. that's good. I was. I am mean, yeah. the
1: first question. I was. I know. I was in the reads Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hell. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, I'll try and fire through now, mate. I'm fucking waffle. I'm fucking great. No, this
0: is this is ace. I tell you what, we need to do. We need to we need to break this out. I think we keep going and then we do this as a part one and a part two. Good.
1: good. good. So, yeah. So we cracked on. You know, um, we'll have
0: a fucking mini box set. We do, we do all two that. seasons on Amazon. Fucking know, Yeah guys thanks for watching so far because Stas can talk more than I can which we thought was impossible we're going to make this two parts because this story is too good not to hear it all fully so this has been the end of part one and then there'll be a part two coming up